What up? Uh, damn, what, what you got a little fade going right there? Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> you, you, you fading that, uh, that power alley guy that you got going right there? A little bit, just on the sides. Yeah, okay. What's up? Uh, oh, how we living? How we living? Speaking of hair, look at this Johnny Bravo ass motherfucker right here. <laughs> I've been, I changed my hair so many times in the last 10 years. <laughs> the same haircut since 2010. <laughs> <laughs> Every single haircut, I send Marcus a picture. I'm like, yo, 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 I just changed up the hair, man. <laughs> Every time, right, Marcus? Oh, this motherfucker still got the one that goes up in the front. Nobody do that no more. <laughs> the How pompadour? else do I do it? You know what yeah, else? Yeah, whatever do? that shit's called. That, that motherfuckers don't do that shit no more, man. I'm telling you, you gotta change. What am I supposed to do? What can, what, can, what do I do? How do I fix it? You can do the one I don't that know. goes. They, you go down. I don't. I don't know either. But I think you could do the one that goes down the side. You can do the one that goes like that. The comb over. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, Nate's in the creative industry, man. I'm, I'm, I'm in SAS. You know, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Nah, it works. Nah, man. Nah, man. Just look at. Don't they have at your barbershop at y'all barbershop? Don't they have a a picture on the wall and then you can just point to some shit and be like, yo, I want that. No, man, that's it. Is they have a dartboard with the Blasio's face and then, <laughs> and then a full bar. And then they always, it's funny, like, go in, they always try to get me to drink. And I'm like, guys, it's like, it's like a, you know, noon on a Tuesday. I'm just like jumping around my lunch. Just come back. Take a, shot, take a shot with us. It's a good barbershop, but I love, I love what, are, are they, um, are they I, I imagine that they're like, um, like Middle Eastern dudes or something like that. Oh, man, black barbershop, come on. Yeah, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. No, you don't. Get the fuck out of here. They ain't doing no, that shit. No, no, no. Black, black, black barbershops are unique because in order to get their licenses, their barber license, they have to learn how to cut white people's hair. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. They can use the scissors. Yeah, so they can, they can use, they, they, they can use scissors and all that type of shit. But, but the funny thing is, this is it a nice, illustration of white supremacy how white people don't have to learn how to cut black people's hair correct but, but in order for black people to be a legitimate barber they have to learn how to cut all hair yep yeah so you can you can be a you can be a trevor and that open your own shop but you can't get that license unless you know how to cut white people's hair yeah it's just ridiculous yeah. that is true that is true because yeah because remember remember that uh, that tweet the other day where the barber he cut the dude's hair he cut the white dude's hair just by using yeah. the scissors Everybody thought, oh, yeah. this shit looking fucked up, but then he came through looking clean as hell, just using yeah. scissors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's I gotta true. go to a black barber though. I gotta try one out. You know, I did. Uh, I know you didn't go to no black barber. <laughs> I had a black barber in Carolina. No, North Carolina. I had a black barber, not a black barber shop, which is what I want. But I had a okay. black barber. He was cool. His name was Oz. I uh-huh. loved him. He's like, Oz, gonna fix you out. I was like, yes. <laughs> Uh, so he was my guy in Durham, in Durham, but uh, but yeah, I gotta get a. a wait little... a minute, wait a minute. There was yeah, a black, there was a black barber working at Supercuts. Yeah, actually, <laughs> <laughs> you know that's where I went, man. Come on, I know y'all. I know I'm my mother's son. You know, I grew up with my mom. You didn't know any better. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh shit. All right. Well, let's get started, boys.
is this is off the top. We're here with Political Wolves. Um, we're we're working with the skeleton crew today. Um, Naib is not on. Um, Avante has a had an emergency tooth endectomy. Uh, he's back in the day when he was a young when he was a young skateboarder. Uh, he fell, you know, face first, busted his tooth. I believe that's the story. I think that's the one how he busted his tooth. But he broke his tooth, and then he said he was eating um, some corn dust yesterday and busted that cap off. So he had a he had to get a little emergency uh, dentistry, a, a tooth endectomy. Um, but yeah, right, right, right. But we have Garcia here today, and we have Ben. So let's let's get right into this shit, man, because. Um, we so the there was two Monday night games, two Monday night football games, and they started at two p.m. So I went from Sunday watching football all day on the red zone, which is like what I usually do during the fantasy football season because I have to see all my players perform. I have to I basically what I do is I'm scouting players, um, I'm seeing how my players are performing, seeing how they're performing uh, relative to other players to see who I need to pick up with the coming week and the, if my players aren't performing, I need to see, you know, if they're not getting a lot of snaps or are they just underperforming period on the field, blah, blah, blah. So I watch football all fucking day on Sunday. Then I watch those cable out this season? What? Was your cable out this season? No, nah, chill out, chill out, chill out. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Um, and then, and then, so there was two Monday night games. So I started watching that shit starting at 2 PM which I was trying to, well, it, well, actually I didn't start at 2 p.m. because I couldn't find the fucking game. And I um, eventually just went, yeah, because it wasn't nationally televised. So, because yeah. it was, it was, yeah, it was the Steelers and the Washington, um, the, the R's or the, the, the football team. Football team. Yeah, they did not nationally televise that game because it was a flex game or they moved it or whatever. Huh. So I ended up having to go to crack streams. Um, to get to get that game on the television, and I started like two thirty or whatever. But I watched from two thirty to whatever eight or nine o'clock, and the last fucking play from offense for the goddamn 49ers, the touchdown to Jordan bitch ass Reed knocked me out of the playoffs in my league, the league that Ben's in. Garcia, you're not in there yet. The the, the next opening you will be in, but you're not in there. That touchdown knocked me out of the fucking playoffs, man. I went from I had the I had most of the season I had the top points. Uh, I in, I went into last season with the third highest points, and I missed the fucking playoffs on that touchdown. The Tyrone uh, something clever my, the 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 bane of my existence existence like he he beat me I beat him in my first championship he beat me in the next championship. And then just every year, I always run into him. He always fucking knocks me out or something like that. Or we knock each other out. We have, like, my franchise and his franchise, biggest rivalry. But he came back from all – and I blame this on Ben. Uh, he came all the way back. He had he had the worst start. He was, like, 0-4, the shittiest team. And then Ben traded him Kyler Murray. And since that moment, yeah, he traded him fucking Kyler Murray. And what? from that moment, tell him, Ben. All right, so – I can't tell him without. I got you. Got to rewind it first. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got to rewind you talk, it first. Before you, before you, before you tell that story, that this obviously, if you haven't uh, realized, this this segment is going to be about fantasy football. To uh, twenty twenty, the Rona season, the bullshit Rona season that we just are are currently in. Some of us are currently in because I'm out now. Basically, um, I'll go through that. But Ben, tell tell Garcia the story of you trading Kyler Murray and booting me out of the playoffs. 
All right, so we had a live draft. Okay. Yeah, well, no, we we had a we had a um, um, a lottery. Yeah, we had a live draft lottery. lottery. We had a lottery Zoom, and like, was it like the next week the live draft? We had a lottery. Uh, the I think the lottery. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So so um, Jay Avante's um, brother-in-law, he came up with the idea of having. Uh, oh draft. yeah, I got some stories about Jay. <laughs> I've heard that name in a long time. I got that's a good one. But no, we hey, he came up with the idea of having a draft lottery. So we had a Zoom draft lottery. I got a fucking uh, I got he a bingo. Get a bingo. Ball. Had, had a bingo. <laughs> so, so no, so it was it was legit, right? And we were all like at the edge of our seats. Yeah. And then I'm just waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm thinking this shit. Okay, I'm gonna be. No, top eight. I'm gonna be top five. I'm gonna be top three. No, I'm number one oh, overall. Okay, okay. I get the last. One. I get the last. Piece. So people thinking, okay, oh, he's gonna get Lamar. He, yeah. Like, no, nah, I gotta play this. I can't be dumb here. You know, because well, we'll tell overall. him because he had Lamar last season. Like he discovered Lamar basically. Right. Ben, ben, ben has a penchant uh, of discovering young black quarterbacks. Uh, he had he had Deshaun Watson the season before. He had Lamar last season, and then this season he had Kyler Murray. There was Sean Watson. Drafted Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. Oh yeah, he did. <laughs> Patrick Damn. Mahomes super late, and then yeah. Patrick Mahomes. That was the year he had fifty touchdowns. Yep, that yep. was cleaning shop that year. And then Lamar Jackson's MVP season. I Still didn't win the championship though. Didn't win the championship. But anyways, I had I had Kyler Marcus Russell too, if I remember. He's pretty high on Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even playing fancy football back then. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was not back then. But I, I had I had Christian McCaffrey right. And then the you went one with first McCaffrey, two, right? One, yeah. one with McCaffrey. Yes. The first three games. It was like 36, 29, 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was just yeah. killing it. And then all of a sudden, boom, he's on IR. So yeah. I thought that I could, you know, weather the ship until then. And then I realized that 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 void that he left behind, like I'm going to keep losing if I don't do anything about it because that's too big of a player. That's too big of a loss to take in. So I was like, well, my only real trade bait that I have that I can get something substantial in return is my quarterback. And it was Kyler Murray. And at the time, Kyler Murray was, in, you know, scoring in his 30s. But he was, like, yeah. up and down. Dominating. So no, I, he wasn't. He was dominating. He, he, he wasn't was, that consistent early, was he? Uh, he yes, he was. was. He yes, was. he was. Yes, he was. He was, he was scoring 30-plus every single week. And by no, the time he was He was good, but it wasn't – I couldn't, like, depend on it. I'm gonna bring up his stats right now. Anyways, Keep talking. I just I gotta check this. Yeah, I gotta check. I'm gonna it. talk. I'm gonna talk right now. So I was like, okay, hey, Tyrone, I got, you know, I have Kyler Murray. I'll trade you him, and in return, let me get uh, Ryan Tannehill and Kenyon Drake. Oh, and Jesus! What? So, <laughs> and, and who so, else? So, so, so let me get those two. Ryan Tannehill was was a 20, 22 to 26 points per game quarterback. Yeah. Kenyon Drake was a 15 to 16 point. Huh? He was, was 16 to 15 point. Yeah. But he was, so he was a 16 to 15 point running back. And yeah, yeah. with a few 20 pointers sprinkled in there, the first game I played with 
with Kenyon Drake injured on the IR mm-hmm. four weeks. And I was like, what? So me trading away Kyler didn't hurt. Is what I got in return getting hurt is what sunk me. Listen and up. eventually, and eventually Ty, uh, Tyrone, who got Kyler, went on a run. And, and yeah. it, it led to ultimately kicking Marcus out of the, out of so, the playoff line. So, so check this out. Kyler Murray's, his last two games have been his worst two games of the season. Before that, 33, 38, 29, 32, 35, 37, 54, 53, 36, 28, and then the last two, 11 and 27. He's had oh, he's, he's been he's averaging like 40 points a game. Dude, what are you talking about? All right, he did well. Tannehill had been playing. He's been playing well too, and even even like in that blowout for uh, uh, Cleveland, he uh, he got like 30 or something. Because they were behind. Yeah, Teddy puts up points, but like, yeah. not Murray points. This, it, it wasn't a bad. It wasn't a bad trade. I mean, overall, like wow, it wasn't so a bad. Trade. Yeah, well, so yeah. If I, if, it was. Look, if, if I had, if I had, if I had Ryan Tannehill and if I had Kenyon Drake, that's they averaged fifty points combined. But check this out. No, no, they didn't because no, because they, they at the time they could. No, at the time that you traded for Kenyon Drake, he wasn't getting touchdowns. He wasn't getting receptions. He was getting Edmonds, he was he was yeah. better he was better than what I had. He was better than what I had. I, I yeah, that's had, true. Because he I had, had Gus, JK I had Dobbins. Gu- I had Gus the Bus. <laughs> yeah. And I had yeah. Gus the Bus and JK Dobbins both. And they were both in a, in a three back rotation. So he had like, the whole Ravens backfield basically. No, I had yeah, those two guys. Better for Kyler? I feel like he could have gotten better. He could have. He could have. That's he it. Yeah. I get the trade for sure. Like, you know, like, Marcus, I did the same thing. Yeah, I trade a player for depth. Yeah, I don't like doing that. But, but for Kyler? Yeah, I don't like I don't like trading big studs like that right. for – if I'm trading a big stud, I need to get a big stud back. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Avante's not on, and, and I was we were talking on, on our group chat earlier about this. Like, Avante did the same thing. He traded, he traded um, Dalvin Cook for Lamar Jackson. Right, Ooh. right, right. When uh, Dalvin Cook came off of that 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 groin pull, and then he scored sixty, and then fifty plus the next two games, and Avante got knocked out of the playoffs too. Yeah. So yeah. yeah so we're so basically like a like a guy that runs right, like Murray runs. So you get this high floor, but a exactly. super high ceiling versus like uh, Tannehill, which is like there's you know run of the mill quarterback. He's fucking sorry. Tannehill, Tannehill relies on Derrick Derrick Henry. What I needed was two solid guys at the position just to keep me afloat. And one of them that I got in return went on IR or whatever for like yeah. three or four weeks. For three weeks. Like yeah. immediately. Immediately. So it was like, <laughs> so my plan to keep myself from capsizing went to shit immediately. Like, yeah. and it was like, well, there goes my season, you know, so there wasn't really much I could do. I tried to be proactive and, you know, make a preemptive move, but it didn't work. So, yeah, uh, so because so okay, so basically, what a fucking disaster of of a, of a season yeah. is twenty twenty with the Rona, all the injuries. I don't know if the injuries have um, have been more than any other season, but it's just when you when you compound when you compound it and everything together, it just seems like a shit show of a season. All the games being canceled and and uh, rescheduled, blah 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 blah. Uh, Garcia, did you make the playoffs in any of your leagues? 
come on, baby, come on. You know who you're Shut talking to, right? Shut the fuck up. So, uh, so I'm in three leagues, right? So there's one league I really care about. This is one like Jimmy's in and those guys. Mm-hmm. That's like the league. That's the one that matters. And so got the two seed there, so I got the five. Okay. And the same thing, Ben, though, I drafted CMC, right? So it's an auction draft, but I got CMC. I mean, Jesus Christ, trying to, like, cobble that together, the running back position, when you lose a stud that you spend a third of your budget on. In the other league, we don't have to talk about the other leagues, but in the other league, I got the number one seed, so I'm a buy. And then my third league, the one I cared much less about, this is the one I made that move to get Henry and, like, really had to configure my team. Yeah. Kind of a joke, though, but I got the the sixth seed there, so I got in. So three for three. so you had the luck this season. You had the luck. You had all no, the luck. Okay. No, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Dude, if you lose CMC and you still got the second seed, no, that's, no, no, that's, that's the luck right there. No, no, no. In, in, what, in the league I got the one seed, I lost Dak, I lost CMC, and I lost Kittle. And and I still that, got hey, the one seed. You play against some sorry-ass. <laughs> no, 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 no. I got an eye for talent. I got an eye for talent. And I know no, 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 no. I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. But my theory on fantasy football, because I would say the same thing as you. But my theory on fantasy football is, is that it's 20-80. It's 20% skill and 80% luck. So regardless of how good you are, you've had to have, have, had to have luck. Because yeah. my Everybody team is fucking stacked. Everybody has luck. But here's the thing, Marcus. Here's the thing. If you look at points for and points against, yes. and if my point four is still high, even with all those injuries, and then you know, everybody else's points high or, you know, or, or, or wherever. So that, but no, I mean, yeah, yeah of course it's but luck. But see, course it's luck. that's the thing. I made some moves, though. Same. That's the thing. So my my points four. I had I came into last week the third highest points in my league, and throughout the season, probably the majority of the season, I was number one. Yeah. Right. But I'm my points against are pretty high. I think I've had the third most points against. Right. So right, right. I'm just, I was getting unlucky. I was I lost. Uh, I probably lost five games by less than ten points. You Come had on. you had a lot of, you had a lot of nail biters. Yeah, every way. fucking yeah, game, every game. game. It. Yeah, 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 every yeah. game. And but, I, and I so let me run this one. one game. Let me run this idea by you guys. So this is what happens in our main, in my main league, and uh, this is the league Jimmy's in, right? So we do top five record, and then the six seed goes to the highest points that didn't get in for record. Okay. So this year, the guy in the eleven seed. He won four games this season, but he has Henry, he has uh, Mahomes, he has Tyreek. So he got fucked on the record, but he gets in. And then, you know, Jay, you know, Jesse, Marcus, Jesse, and actually, think you know him too. Jesse got bounced out of that spot. And so we're talking through it. It's like, and I was bounced out of that spot, by the way, last year. I was a sixth seed and I got bounced out because of points. Um, what do y'all think about that, that the point setup? Is it bullshit? Uh, or? No, so, so the way no, that we I don't do like it. That. I don't like I, that. I mean, so we kind of do it similar right so we'll actually you know, we, we're based off a of record because if you're playing head to i feel like if you're playing head to head the record should yeah. be number one okay and then you go to points justice based on who you're playing right like, that that and, and and it and it makes it makes going it makes going head to head pointless if you're not gonna go by the overall record right it doesn't only for sense. one of the six seeds i get it but i still i still feel like you can't you can't revert from from playing head to head and then going by record to now, okay, now it's points. I don't think I don't think that's cool. Yeah, regardless, like I that means I should be in the playoffs because right. I have I have third most points. But but do you have do you have one of the best six teams, right? Like, would you want to reward yourself for having one of the best six teams, even though you lost those nail biters? You still have you manage the team to get 
Yeah, but and, and that's the thing. It's all about wins and losses. Exactly. Pass them sticks. Like if you ain't winning, like, fuck it. Like, you hey, get your ass out. Sometimes, sometimes you start a guy who should be, who should, is the best player on both teams, and he doesn't play yeah. well. Yeah. Right. 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 That's, yeah, well, that's, that's fantasy. Fun after that's, this that's, year. The 80 point, that's the eighty-point luck. Well, I'll tell so, you this. Based on the chat, we're not doing that again next year. So that yeah. Well, they, oh, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse got pissed off. <laughs> Everybody, man, because nobody wants to finish. You know, it's bullshit, right? I'm like, I'm there. I'm there. I got seven wins, and this motherfucker with four wins comes in and, 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 and takes the spot. Dude, I had the same thing happened to me last year. Right? It was infuriating. But then, but to the same side of that thing, though, Mark, it's like if I'm in your shoes, and I'm like, well, I had one of the best teams, but I just got fucked each week because of who I played. The randomness of the schedule. If I was on that side of the house, I'd be really pissed too. So yeah, it's, it's like you said, there's so much luck involved. It's like, what can you do? Exactly. And that, and that's what it is. It's, it's all luck. So, I mean, I, so I was talking to the guys last night, like I put in a, a, like one to three hours uh, on fantasy football Monday through Friday. Cause sure, I, sure. it, for me, it's like a job and I love it. And I love the, the competitiveness of it. I love the intricacies of it. I love the numbers and all that kind of shit. So it, it's, that's what I do, but it's also stressful. You fun, do it man. during your job, right? Yeah, of course. Most, <laughs> most of the time, most of the time, most of the time. Um, but it's also stressful as fuck. Like I'm watching games on Sundays and, and Mondays just fucking pissed the fuck off all goddamn day because my guys aren't performing or motherfucker over here gets a touchdown. Motherfucker over here doesn't get a touchdown from me, gets some shit called back. I'm pissed all day. Um, so, but yesterday I was finally able to breathe. Now that I know I'm out in the playoffs, I'm fucking, I'm free. I'm happy. Like I, I want to be in the playoffs and I want a chance to win this shit, but I'm happy that I'm I'm able to just fucking breathe and 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 not stress out, man. That's that's the difference between you and I. Because um, how I look at it, like once once the league week is finished mm-hmm. and it's the next week officially, or whatever that day it is, it's it's changed so often within the last few weeks of this season, COVID season. What was that? Like the, the new league week of fantasy football starts on a Wednesday or whatever. Yeah. Once that I, you know, I make my transactions, I, whatever I look at the, I look at the roster. I, I see, okay, I want to play this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, boom. I set my roster and I set it. And, I, okay. and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, I why you traded Murray for Tannehill. No, 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 no. I, but the thing is, I set it and I forget it. And, and unless something happens, like I'm still in tune, like, you know, with the, like, oh, somebody caught COVID. Some, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like yeah. one, I go over like one more time on like, you know, Saturday just to yeah. make sure somebody isn't out or whatever, just to make sure that, you know, when I wake up, I ain't, you know, some shit isn't, isn't about to happen. Yeah. Right, so right. then when the game start, I just turn, I, okay, what, where, where are the Ravens playing? Okay, now I, let, me, let me get one screen on that and maybe let me get a computer screen on Red Zone. Yeah. And I don't yeah. worry about, I don't stress cool. about like, but after that, I said after setting it and forgetting it, I don't like I I put it up to the fantasy football gods. Same here, right? Same here. Like I, I tell Gar- I told Garcia basically like I have a I have a franchise uh, rules where we do not make uh, roster moves on Saturday morning or Sunday morning. We set the lineup earlier in the week, and then that's what it's gonna be. But still, throughout the week, I have to put in my research and monitor everything just in case, just in case. I don't make it home tonight. Let me make love to you for the last time. You know what I'm saying? Just in case. <laughs> just in case. Just in case. <laughs> but I get to, I get to a point where if when I once I said it, 
you know, it's done. You know, like, yeah. you know, what happens, happens. Well, and, and sometimes I go to the semifinals. I, like, I can't speak to winning a championship sometimes. Because the, the, year, the year I had, the year I had Patrick Mahomes, I did everything right. Yeah. All of a sudden, Patrick Mahomes in, in week 15 or week 14 has a stinker of a game. It was against the Ravens. The Kansas City Chiefs barely squeak, squeak by, and Patrick Mahomes maybe scores 15 oh. points. Tyreek Hill maybe scores nine points. Oh. You know, and and no, Kelsey no, no. probably does whatever. And, but the, the Chiefs win, and they go on to go to the playoffs, but I lose. No, I think, I think that year, I think that year you lost in the, I think you lost in the semis because the, they played the Chargers. And they play, he played bad against the Chargers, and then the next week was against the Ravens, and he played and bad against he the played Ravens. Lights. No, no. The no, he next, played bad against the Ravens. Because I, I, played, I, remember, I played the no, championship I remember against the next him. Week, when, the next week, when I was out, when I was out of the playoffs, he, then, he played lights out, but it didn't then matter. Then you must have been in the championship then, because I remember that next I wasn't week after the, the Chargers. I okay, then. The, so that was, next week was, against the Chargers, he played the Ravens, and I was playing in the cha- – that was week 16. That was the championship. And I played against a team that had Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and, and Travis Kelsey. And I it won because they played the Ravens and the Ravens shut them down. It wasn't, it wasn't a 2K. It wasn't a 2K association. It wasn't, it wasn't that. No, I know. This, what, I'm saying, what I'm saying is I, I played in Jared's League in 2018. I played in the championship against uh, Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill that season. And the Raven, they played the Ravens in week 16, and the Ravens shut them down. That's how I, one of the reasons why I won that championship that season. Go ahead, Garcia. And I, I remember that Tyreek, because t- they had a bomb to Tyreek. It was Mahomes and Tyreek, of course, against the Chargers. He had it in the end zone. Yeah. And had, like, bounced off his chest. And had he caught that, that's the year I won it. And had he caught that, you the, lost. the dude that lost that game would have won. Yeah. And then he would have played me. And then based on his lineup, he would have beat me. That's it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was week 15. That was week 15, 2018. Because the, yeah. the next week, yeah. it was the Chargers that week. And then the next week, they played the Ravens. And the Ravens shut them down. And I won the championship because the Ravens shut them down. And the dude and the team that I was playing, ECC, had, uh, they had Mahomes. Uh, Kelsey and and Hill, yeah. So I remember this shit, man. Like, and and fantasy football is super fucking luck. Look at my first two picks this year were Ezekiel Elliott. This is in my league. Ezekiel Elliott and uh, and what's his name? Uh, George Kittle. My first oh, two yeah. picks, bro. And yeah. then I got I got uh, Russell Wilson in the fifth round. The last month he's been shitty, but the, everything before that he was MVP. So dangerous, dangerous. Dude, yeah, Carson. Dude, yeah, Carson. I had Carson, but I traded him to get DK. He got hurt. Exactly, but I traded him to get DK and um, David Johnson. David Johnson goes on IR. DK, DK has been a dope ass. He's been a fucking monster. But the two games where I needed him to 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 play well, just like last week, he only gave me ten points. The week before, he doesn't catch fucking touchdowns when he needs to catch fucking touchdowns. He drops some bitches. And goddamn, man, he does. He do do that. He does. God. But my other two leagues, my other two leagues, um, I have a work league, no money. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's like talking shit and like, every, so I'm, I'm like, there's an East and the West, you know, side and I'm number one in the East. And, I'm, and it looks like I might take that, but Bro. there's no money in that. Bro. My other league is the one where the purse is higher than our league, the, yeah. the Edmund uh, Republican white boys. And I mean, you know, <laughs> boys. And that league, They're like, yo, Ben, we get one. You get one black person. <laughs> that, that, exactly. That league 
it looks like I'm, you know, I'm in the middle of the pack. Uh-huh. But yeah. it looks like I'm going to – I just took down a number one seed. Just That'd be the fun one week. to win, okay? Yeah. 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 I, I want to win that one. I want to – I want so bad I want to win that one and have that yeah. money. I want to win the association the most. Just hey, bro. Just that, just Good luck. That, you know, Good luck. That's when I'm getting in, right? That's when I'll be a yeah. Next. Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. As soon as somebody, the next person that drops out, it's gonna. I don't know when it's gonna happen because that shit, that league is. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy's, Jimmy's not in that league. Jimmy's not in that league. Oh shit! He's in the other league. He's in your league. Yeah, he's in the other, the big, my big money league. So I, so this year, so I this year I went against my franchise rule where I only play in three leagues. I ended up yeah, playing three, five this season, which is stupid. Mm. But but two of the leagues I'm co-owning, right? Um, so I'm, my big money league, Jared's league, I won 2018. I have three championships in that league. I'm you know I'm a G, like I'm one of the Hall of Fame owners in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? That's just what I do. And then in my league, I got two championships. I should have three, but Tyrone beat my ass on some bullshit. Should have three. I'm a G in that league, Hall of Famer in that league. You know I got all kinds of records, all that shit. Um, <laughs> My uh, my third league is my work league. Uh, I gave um, I don't give a shit about that league really. Um, and the thing is, is that I'm number fucking one in that league, and I got my nephew playing on that shit. I, I I helped him draft the team, but I really don't pay attention. I let them make the moves and shit. And we got the number one fucking points in that league. We're the number one team overall. Um, I'm in another league, um, the Sea Dogs league, but my boy JD, I'm co-managing with him, and we made the playoffs as the fifth seed, I think. And we're probably gonna win that shit because we got a dope team. And then was oh, then I'm in a franchise league that I just got into, so I I didn't make the playoffs in that one. But my team was shitty. That's but tough. yeah, dude, That's it's it's you can't, like put the focus in trading and like all that in five leagues. Exactly. I turned down, I turned down one like one offer from a good friend, good family friend, like you know wanted me to come through. I'm like, I'm already in three. That's that's I usually just do two. Yeah. You know? yeah. But so, but that's why I got the two co-owners. Like my nephews are playing in my right, work league, right, right. which is fine because they're dominating. Um, and and now that's cool. And then I have my other co-owner in, my, in the Sea Dogs league, and that that worked out. So I have basically just three that I have to pay attention to daily. And I had the worst luck in but in all three of them. It's it is what it is, man. Like it, it pissed yeah. me off. But now but now it's over, and I can breathe. You know, so I can breathe again. Breathe again. Ooh, really. Well, you know, the thing is, is that the, the question I'd have is, is this the new normal? And what I mean by that is like all the injuries. Because I felt like we did have a lot of injuries nah. last year as well. Do you think we're going to continue? I mean, it just seems like well, now two years in a row. So no, that's the thing. People forget. Remember, remember they had a commission on the ACL injuries like four or five years ago. Because there, so, there was a rash of ACL, ACL injuries four or five years ago. So they had a commission on it to see what was going on, blah, blah, blah. blah. So this isn't yeah. anything new. Um, a lot of people were contributing all of these injuries to the lack of offseason. I don't think so because they weren't, they weren't, a lot of these weren't soft tissue injuries. A lot of them were ACL ligaments and broken bones. Like Kittle broke a fucking bone in his foot, making a great catch after he missed fucking six games with a high ankle sprain. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ugh, and then Dak yeah, gets his fucking. Because players are stronger. So they're faster, they're faster, they're stronger. They're hitting harder. So even though the player getting hit is also faster, stronger, that's even like more of a, you know, but it's I like don't, two forces hitting. But what I'm saying is I don't think that there's, I don't think, I haven't seen the numbers this season, but I don't think that yeah. there's an overwhelming, overwhelmingly amount, higher amount of injuries happening this season compared to other seasons. Um, it's just the names, right? It's like it's, Dak. And exactly. 
and the way that they happen, like Zach's, Dak's fucking whole ankle, ankle getting broken up, you know, and um, and then also when you, like I said, when you can compound the Rona too, it just makes it look bad and all this other bullshit going on. So and IR is uh, easier to use if you only have to put them on for three weeks, you know. So exactly. now I think they're using the IR more. Like David Johnson, like I don't know if they would put Johnson on IR if it wasn't three weeks. If it was hell no, weeks. they don't give a shit about no damn concussions, man. I don't know why they did that shit, man. That shit fucked me up too. What's <laughs> <laughs> super spreader, man? Des Bryant, huh? <laughs> oh, we were talking about that last night. Like, I think that because I think so. After we talked about it. Um, my 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 thought was that the Ravens have been so beset by all of these Rona tested positives and stuff like that. I feel like that whole locker room is just in this whole funk, man. Like everybody's like, man, fuck this. And then and he's like, I'm done for the season. And I'm like, dude, you may not ever get a chance again to make a roster. I don't think they, that was the right they, idea. He 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 was. Um, they tested that day, and he rang up as inconclusive. So that's like when he was walking out like on the field and warming up two hours before game time or three hours before game time, he was inconclusive at the time. So they had him take it another test. And as he was doing that, they figured out that test came through the rapid test came through negative. Mm. So wait a minute, wait, negative or positive? Oh, positive. positive. Okay. Yeah. It came through okay. positive. Yeah. So that's why he was out there hugging and dapping and everybody because like, they, they knew it was pending. I don't know why they didn't let him, like, hey, hold on for a minute. Let's, let's exactly. See I don't know why they didn't do that, but. Because they don't care. The NFL don't care. The teams don't care. Like, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, they're like, it's Tuesday. We Like, to your point, it starts on Wednesday. We don't get this game in. Like, when, do we, when do we get it in? And the Ravens are still in it. The Cowboys were still in it, right? So No, the Cowboys are in it. Actually, they are. Get mad at them for, yeah. your, for your league. that Because that, I figured, when you told me you were out, I figured you were out, but then could anything on Tuesday had brought it back, right? But Dude, no. I didn't watch one second of that game last night. I'm free. Uh, yesterday, I was free. I was When I woke up in the morning, I opened the door. Ah. You know what I'm saying? I saw the birds chirping and shit. You know what I'm saying? I was good, man. Like that the night that it happened, I knew he was gonna catch that ball. So so this is what happened. Uh Brandon Ayuk went and balled out. So the dude had Brandon Ayuk and J and, and Jordan Reed. And Brandon Ayuk balled out. The play before the touchdown, Brandon Ayuk is running uh Mullins targeted Brandon Ayuk in the corner of the end zone. Brandon Ayuk falls and incomplete pass. He goes off the field. I see him go off the field. But I see Jordan Reed still in the fucking huddle. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God damn it. This is going to be a touchdown. What happens? Fucking uh, Mullins scrambles to the right. Jordan Reed toe taps on the, on the sideline, basically, to ca- catch the ball, stays in bounds. I'm like, review that shit, review that shit. I look at his feet, two feet in, game over. Text come through the whole – because I'm, I'm the most hated owner in the league because I'm the best owner in the league. So motherfuckers hate on me. So I get I get a fuck worldwide in the thread, and it is what it is, man. Like I wasn't even pissed. I wasn't even mad at the time, man. I was just like, wow, this is my season, and the, and it's over, and I'm happy. Like let's get into next season. I'm gonna dominate again. I'm gonna win, basically. That's just, when uh, when the election was impending, I made a promise to God or Allah or whoever, and I was like, look, if you give me this victory. I will not be complaining about fantasy for the rest of the season. Like, I'm going to be upset about it, but I'm just going to take it in stride. And so, like, 
I feel like after the Lakers won and then the Dodgers won, I didn't want those to be out. I, I said the same thing there. I said, I don't mind if the Lakers lose. I don't mind if the Dodgers lose. Like, get me this one. And cool. so that's why it's actually been great, Marcus, because I feel so light. Because even if I lose, like, it sucks. But it's like, I got the victory we needed this year. Like, I want well, it, but I got the one we needed. Truth be told, TMZ said the same thing. Uh, Chris Weimer said the same damn thing. He said, well, at least Trump's out. I said, no. Fuck that. Bring that motherfucker back in. Biden ain't done shit for me. I won championships under Trump, <laughs> dog. Bring that motherfucker back. I need my fantasy. That's success, how he got elected, man. That's how he got elected. People are like, yo, I got nothing under Obama. Like, fuck it. Let's try somebody new. Now we're in the fucking problem. <laughs> I want, but that's the thing. I want under Obama, too. So, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. Don, I got two of Bring him Don. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. I. And, and, you know, in closing, like, just this season's fucking sucked overall. I know there's other teams out there thriving, doing well. But for us, for worldwide, not a good season. No bueno. Yeah. Bueno. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised you won all these and got number two seeds. Because we've been texting all season. You were talking about, oh, I'm about to lose this. I'm about to lose that. But apparently you kept winning. Dude, I won a lot of close ones. I also made a trade. I traded uh, Waller, my tight end, and I picked up Herbert from the wire. I have uh, Russ. So mm -hmm. I traded those two for DJ because I had no running backs because CMC was hurt, and Jay Jefferson, right? So Justin Jefferson's been like a godsend. Yeah. He's putting up 30 a game, you know, yeah. 20, 30 a game. You know, what, so. you know what the kid fantasy is? Fighting that Odell Beckham Jr. Or, yes. or, oh, of course. Or well, that's – his rookie Justin. year and just yeah. Lamar, right? Your year. Yeah. Well, man, that's what I was telling that all year. Well, Ben, that's why I was saying to not trade a stud like that because you can find somebody on the wire yeah. that you can plug in to fill CMC until CMC gets back or until you can hey, find, hey. make a trade. But don't. But trade the thing a is, stud. but the thing is, you can't find anybody in week five. You can't. Yeah, I can. It's, well, it's like been a Wayne Gallman, right? It's, it's, like a Wayne Gallman would get it. Running back, all the running backs have been combed over by then. All, all but like, think about, like, so, like, so, like, Edmonds, well, although Edmonds sucks now, Gallman would be one. Edmonds, yeah. Edmonds was a guy, I was like, let me try to pick him up. He was already picked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. picked him up. Yeah, it's so easier it, at wide receiver. You're right, though. It is, it is. The thing is, yeah, our, our, league, our league has three slots for wide receivers and no flex. Same, same, so, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for running back, running back, call, if you don't draft a good one, you just cancel Christmas. Yeah, that's oh, true. No, 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 no. All you right, don't hey. draft a good running back, you just cancel it. Shit. Hey, let's, let's get out of here. I got to get these fake ads. Oh, yeah. Okay, you gone, Garcia? Garcia got a drop on this one. Good catching up. We'll do it again next week. Uh, right, you know, well, I got to buy. So, actually, I don't have to worry about <laughs> Fuck your life. Fuck your life. Get these okay, fake ads. One love, ads. guys. Good to catch right, up, man. man. Good to catch up. We'll see y'all. Right. Be good. All right, later. Fake ads. Here they come. Well, shit. Yo. Just the two of us. Just the two. Just the two of us. True that. True that. Yeah, yeah. Last of all, he can just me and you, man. Actually, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to this because. I feel like you and I are the most passionate about the show and about this medium of, yeah. of communication, of entertainment. So yeah, this this will be like a good little trial run for what could possibly be something in the future. Um, yeah, and I, I know that uh, 
it's it's for okay as a, as a as a show host as a radio show host i know it's extremely hard to do it by yourself uh, but you also have to have chemistry with the co-host to be able to do it together for you know an hour or two hours so yeah yeah, yeah let's let's see how it goes um, sure. I know you wanted to talk about Lamar Jackson and, and what you saw last night. I didn't yeah, watch. You didn't watch. Uh, you didn't watch a second, but I watched all sixty minutes of that of that game. And I came away. I came away impressed. I okay. think I'll start off by saying this. I think that um, <clears throat> their game against the Steelers last week, where it was just the Baltimore JV team, COVID COVID relief team. Um, that barely that the Steelers barely eked by mm-hmm. was like a, a a resounding moment for them. Like they took that L. I knew they were gonna lose. There were, there were opportunities that they left on the field. RG three, you know, they had a he dropped a touchdown in the end zone just before half, mm-hmm. um, and all that type of stuff. And 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 also Ben Roethlisberger made a couple of you know ridiculous third down throws in the fourth yeah. quarter that like really put the nail in the coffin. But um, I think that galvanized the team. And the entire time I've been talking to you guys about the Ravens, specifically about Lamar Jackson, I had a critique about Lamar Jackson. I think the world of Lamar Jackson, like I said before, I think he is the greatest player of all time. And I'm just projecting. But to me, for me to wait for it to happen, why wait? I'm going to just say it right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I ain't going to wait. I'm just going to say it right now because I believe it. Okay. If he can achieve <clears throat> some of the shit I think he can do, I know he can do, and he's going to be there anyways. Mm-hmm. So one of my critiques about him was his urgency isn't quite there. Like, he's so talented that if he makes a mistake, if he, if he doesn't take care of the ball, he believes, oh, we'll get another shot. Mm-hmm. No, we'll get another shot. And, then, and that's how you should be. That's the yeah. mentality that you're supposed to have. Next and, and that And that is that – is, that is a GOAT mentality, but that's a mentality you have when your team is like three and, you know, three and 14, mm-hmm. three and 13, you know? Yeah. When your team is a playoff contender, when you're a playoff capable team or championship contending team, you can't have that attitude like down. No, 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 because I disagree because you have to. So in baseball, uh, growing up playing baseball, and baseball is a sport where you fail over half the time. So yeah. if if you're failing um, one out of three times, you're a fucking Hall of Famer, right? So in baseball, the 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 credo is next play, on to the next play. You strike out if you get an error, you have to put that out of your mind. Go on to the next play. Same with in football as a cornerback. Cornerbacks is the toughest position to play in the, in the sport. You get dusted on on one play, deep ball. The next, you have to have a, um, well, you have to be a sociopath and you have to have, uh, uh, what's it called? What's the kind of memory that you have to have? Selective memory. You have to be able to just yeah. wipe that shit out of your head and move on to the next play. So the fact that Lamar can do that, that's actually good. So what, good. what are you, what are it's, you wanting it's, from? It's good. It's good, but it's not good against a division rival. Okay. You can't go, you can't, you can't play the Steelers at home, throw two interceptions and lose two fumbles. Mm-hmm lose by four points and say, ah, oh, man, we could have got that one, you know? So you, you want him to press and play hero ball then? I, what do you want? <clears throat> what I want him to do, ultimately, what, I, what I've complained about him doing is that his, his biggest asset is his legs. Uh-huh. I think Mahomes' biggest asset is his legs, too. This is on. And, 
Not like, for Mahomes' like, no, arm, well, for sure. For, well, his arm, he can make every throw, and he has mm-hmm. the weapons. But to me, his, one of his biggest assets, I think, is bigger than his arm, is his ability to keep plays alive. Okay. And, and ability to convert those third and tens. Mm-hmm. Everybody's down the field, 20 yeah. yards down the field, and he, yeah. all he has to do is just outrun that little end. Yeah. Skirts out 10 yards. And, like, that, the defense had a chance to get them off the field. Kansas City Chiefs moves the chains one more time, and it just yeah. breaks their backs. That's what he did against the Broncos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Broncos yeah. had that game won, and then he, he made a couple of those plays. He made a couple of those plays against the Titans in the playoffs. Yeah. And it was in the, in the uh, AFC Championship game. Yeah. And it was like the Titans was knocking on the door, going to the Super Bowl, and he just made a couple of those plays just to keep it alive. Yeah, you know? yeah. I agree And with I'm that. like, like – when and when 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 Mahomes does it, it's like oh he's, he's got the ultimate quarterback the ultimate yeah. quarterback, Lamar is too busy focused on on what the haters and the naysayers are saying, trying to be like Tom Brady and saying like like bro, use your God given talent. If if I'm always complaining about nobody's open, the route tree, the, these these Ravens receivers are running like simplistic ass route trees. Yeah. Nobody's open. Just take off, you know. And there were moments in last night's game against the Cowboys where Lamar had the sense of urgency, like we have to convert this third down. Like this, we cannot just simply walk off the field with our heads down. We got to convert it. And there were times where uh, Demarcus Lawrence or or Alden Smith flushed him out to the right or to the left, and he's like, okay, there's five yards. There's 10 yards wide open, and he just mm-hmm. sprints. And goes, I think, okay, so and I, that, I, and, and that, I know what you're you know, saying. Hold on one second. I know what you're saying. It's not that he doesn't have a sense of urgency. What you're saying is he needs to, he needs to be more willing to use his God-given ability to run the ball to keep yeah. teams off balance or to remember, pick up those extra yards. Yes. Remember when I used to make that complaint about Dak? Dak yes, yes, like, yes, like, yes. I always used to say Dak plays like he forgets he's a black quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Dak, like, bro, like, he has gotten – Dak has – is. I remember watching Donovan McNabb in, in, when he was in college at Syracuse, and he was the most dynamic yeah. quarterback. At the time, before Vic, this is before Vic's winning. Mm-hmm. Donovan McNabb at Syracuse was a running fool, and now like five years into Philly, and he's got a little belly on him, and he's like doing the Michael Jackson and shit. He's just <laughs> swagger, no swagger at all. He just completely <laughs> turned into a complete fat pocket passer. <laughs> well, that's, like, that's what they were told they what, had to do. Yeah, and that's and that's what Dak started doing. Yeah, like he started like when he. That, that that first year when he like came in for Tony Romo and they went thirteen and three and all that mm-hmm. type of stuff and we were arguing you and me were arguing you said go back to Tony Romo I was like no you got to yeah, keep with the high they should have that year he, that year he was running a little bit he was running when he had to and now he's mm-hmm. he's since regressed and he's just pure pocket he can still run a, a, a four six four seven yeah but and he's big but too for me yeah but for me Lamar Jackson is too much of a rare talent too much of a Michael Vick to be check down one, check down two, check down three. It's not working. It's not there. Let me go back to one. Let me go. No, no, no. Take yeah, your ass just take off. off. Go. Yeah. Well, and so, that's, see, wait, hold on. And that's, and that's why 
Kyler was so dangerous at the beginning of the season because yeah. he was willing to run and they wanted him to run. And he yeah. was running for like, uh, he like would come out of you guys a game. He would come out of the huddle and knowing that this is a passing play, but if what I want immediately isn't there, I'm taking off. Yep, I'm taking off. And that was that was what got me interested in him. So in Jared's league, I traded away Kelsey and uh, Metcalf so I could so I could uh, trade it away Kelsey and Metcalf to get um, Kyler Murray because I can keep him in the lead ninth round or some shit like that next season. Because I saw that. I was like, oh, well, shit. They're, they're, not only are they using his arm and he has D-hop now, but they're actually wanting him to run the ball. And he's yeah. untouchable, unbelievable when he's running the ball. Because you can't, you can't account for that arm and then the legs at the same time. Like you just said, yeah. he's going to keep the play alive. Or when they're dropping back in zone or they're playing man and they turn their backs and he's fucking out the side. They can't stop that. And he's so there far There are three fast. players in the league. Well, there are two players in the league that like just break people's backs. Mm-hmm. It's Mahomes and it's Kyler Murray. Yeah. And R should be number three. But now I think after, I think with the urgency, like we got to win or, or we got to win the next five out of four games or we got to win out to make the playoffs. With, I think with this urgency that you saw last night, mm-hmm. there'll be more of that. Uh, you know what just came to my mind? So remember in, on Bo's show last week when he was talking about um, uh, Robert Griffin III and how Robert Griffin III should have been Lamar, but he yeah. got it in his head that he needed to be a pocket passer? Yes. Maybe, maybe RG, swagless RG3 has been getting into Lamar's head. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, in, the, in this league, you need to be able to be a pocket <laughs> quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm a, yeah, that yeah. GOP, man. You need to vote for Trump, too. He's, he's probably like, man, fuck all that shit. If you see a wide open lane, run. You know, there are times like, you know, I know there has to be times in an NFL huddle where the guys, the players call and there's one or two guys and like, man, like, like, I know it had to be like that in the 2005 Rose Bowl where they were like, bro, if you got to take it. We oh, need to, 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 to Vince Young? Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you can pick this up with your, on your legs, do it. I don't give a shit about the play call. You know, there has to be people like, bro, just go get it. Oh, for sure. For sure. Necessary. When you have that kind of dynamic quarterback, yeah, that should always be an option. And, yeah. and that's, I mean, I agree with you uh, wholeheartedly on Lamar. Like, he should be using his legs more. I was I was concerned about that at the beginning, but I haven't seen him take a hard hit yet since no. he's been in the NFL. Knock on wood. I think he has a good he does a good ability to elude um, hit hard hits. Unlike Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson like he fucking welcomes them hard hits, but and that's fucking disastrous. Yeah. Deshaun Deshaun thinks taking those hard hits is a sign of his toughness. Exactly. Exactly. You, you idiot. You are gonna, <laughs> you already lost one year. Or yeah. because of ACL or whatever, you yeah. don't need to be sitting nah. more season-ending yeah. injuries, whatever. It's but, same with Kyler too. Even Kyler is tiny, but he knows how to slack from his baseball experience. Yeah, and he and he's so quick as well that he goes down the sidelines and he scampers right out of bounds right when he needs to. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so I don't worry about the I don't worry about Lamar and Kyler running the way that I worry about Deshaun, let's say, or how we used to worry about those types of quarterbacks running because I feel like they do a good job of eluding contact because they're so fucking fast. Yeah. Um, But so, okay. So, so that's what you saw last night. You saw, I saw Avante was on the, Avante was in the chat 
complaining about uh, um, bad passes. And there were, I would say there were probably three or four bad passes that could have been corrected. But to that, that's like, there are passes that, I, when I see Lamar overthrow somebody, or when I see like, you know, a pass that isn't completed, I, I, think, it, I think about, can this be coached? Or is this just bad accuracy? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, what happened last night was he was trying to back up and he wasn't set. He was his feet wasn't set, or he was trying to do that sidearm motion that he does off all the time. Yeah, yeah. And those those are the things that could have been coached out of him. And considering the fact that he only had two practices in the last ten days, you know, because of COVID, he was yeah. COVID positive. To me, that's like those are fixable. Those aren't like egregious, egregious like Baker Mayfield bad throws, you know. Yeah. So like, were they? Did he sail them over their heads? Or did he? Did there was he one them? where he. There was one where he evaded two sacks, and and there was a wide receiver at the back of the end zone. So he was evading two sacks, and he was doing this backing up, mm. like he didn't really plant his feet well, and he threw it, and it like kind of skipped right in front of the receiver's feet. Yeah, that's not that's not like uh, detrimental inaccuracy right there. Like that's no. under duress. Yes, yeah, but that was one like, come on, like, you know, Avante, like, come on, man. <laughs> you know? you know, because, you saw, that was that play. So it wasn't okay. like he was if he was more like set and it wasn't like under duress, it would have been a touchdown. Well, that's just be- he just mad about that because he exactly. changed the way Dalvin Cook. I don't, give, you know, I, don't give, I don't. I don't give a fuck about LA goals. I care about the the Baltimore Ravens. But I felt like texting, like you know what? Fuck! I don't give a fuck about no LA goals. <laughs> I, I care. I need the Ravens to win this game. So shit. <laughs> so do they still have a chance at the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they have Cleveland. Monday Night Football, yeah. which is the biggest game. Then they have the Jets, um, the Giants, and the Bengals. Okay, Jets, yeah, Giants, Bengals. Oh, that's so they if, should, they, so they should go they like lose, one and three. Or three yeah, and if, one. If they lose Cleveland, they have to win out. Yeah, they're going to lose Cleveland. I think they can win out. So. That's, and, th- and that's a good segue to your man's Baker Mayfield. Because on Sunday... What was that? Oh, yeah. Sun on Sunday. Sunday he yeah. shit on the Titans, boy. Four touchdowns in the first half. Killed them boys. I mean, he, he don't look too trashy to me. Looking good. Two, I want to say two of those touchdowns. One of them for sure was like a, 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 a trick play oh. to a, you know, a tight, a, a, a tackle that made himself eligible. So it was a, that was a trick play. I don't remember that one. It was in the first quarter. It was like one of their first or second scores. Okay. Um, but uh, and they had a. But other than that, I think if you got if you applaud Baker Mayfield, you got to applaud Kevin Stefanski too. Of course. That, like, like he could have had, uh, um, you know, what's his name, Gage from the uh, the Jets. You could have had, had one of them. Adam yeah. Gase. Yeah, you could have had Adam Gase. He already had. You no, know, Freddie Kitchens and 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 old boy. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, I think I think as far as that's concerned, Kevin Stefanski is is doing a hell of a job up there. Because if he if he got Baker Mayfield to throw four touchdowns in one game, <laughs> and, 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 
four touchdowns in one game, and the and the Browns are nine and three, even though they've had a paper soldier schedule too. Four touchdowns in one game, nine and three. That you gotta give him. You gotta talk to, about him being coach of the year. Well, check this out. I look at I look at Baker Mayfield the way I look at Ryan Tannehill. The Ryan Tannehill, I think Ryan Tannehill. Sorry, and the only reason that he's good is because of Derrick Henry. The only reason they get all they get a lot of his work, a lot of his production is off of play action, and that's mm-hmm. what Baker Mayfield did on Sunday. He did a lot of his work off of play action, all but, of it. But the the difference that I see between Ryan Tannehill and Baker Mayfield is that Baker Mayfield had a rookie season that set records, and I've seen him be good. Ryan Tannehill had, I think he had one or two seasons in Miami where he was decent, but the rest of it, he's just been mediocre or bad, right? So my my ceiling for Baker is higher than my ceiling for Ryan Tannehill. And same with my floor. My floor is higher for Baker Mayfield than it is for Ryan Tannehill. I don't think Baker Mayfield is Mahomes, Lamar, um, Deshaun Watson level, but I think that he's a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill, and I think that he's an NFL starter, franchise type quarterback. Like he's he's better than Andy Dalton. He's better than fucking Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's better than um, uh, he's better than what's his old boy um, uh, Daniel Jones. He's better than these guys, right? I think that he. I think. He, Oh, man, I mean, but sometimes he do be fucking up. Sometimes he do be yeah, fucking up. I ain't gonna lie. I disagree with Ryan Fitzpatrick, but I agree with everybody else that you said. I, to me, he's just a bad decision maker, and that that's what you can't coach out of him. Like if you if you put him if you put Baker Mayfield in a in a four receiver set or three receivers and a tight end, and you tell him all to go run routes, and you have him like dissect the field that's he cannot do that that's when that's when you're that's when you're leaving it up to chance leaving it up to his bad decision making you know and and, and that's the same with Ryan Tannehill and that's the same with Ryan Tannehill it's same with Jared Goff too I I don't think Jared Goff's any good like they I feel like all of these guys need to be schemed schemed up they need their their level only can go as high as what the scheme is, yes, yeah. and yeah, that's 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 a that's a detriment. But when you got golf out here making all kinds of money and people saying week in and week out whether he's good or he's bad, I mean, his his Jared Goff is is a prime example, right? He's like a, a roller coaster. He'll have one week where he's terrible and then one week where he's good. But then people will ride that roller coaster saying, "Oh, well, he's terrible." And, oh, now now he's good. No, he's terrible, right? And he's yeah. just not that good. But he's going to be able to have games where he doesn't look that bad. Like this last game, I think that – I think I don't know. I think you said sent it through the, through the chat or I saw it on Twitter. Like his average um, depth of target was like two yeah. – less than three yards. And he yeah. – and, and, and they still, had – still, still threw for 300-something yards. Exactly. Greens and Yeah, yeah. Yards after the catch. I had a, like mm. over 200-something yards after the catch, man. Like, that's schemed up, right? That's, yeah. that's not right. That's not Jared Goff. Jared Goff is still terrible. But I think I – think, I still think Baker Mayfield is better than Jared Goff. It's just Jared Goff's arm motion, his, uh, his inability – like a statue – like a, being a statue quarterback, his inability to, to move in the pocket. Or he, he's actually – he's able to move in the pocket, but move outside the pocket. 
I just I don't know. I I don't think Baker Mayfield is trash, man. I think that he can play, but I, he needs he needs to be in a good system. He needs to be with a good coach who can scheme him up. That's basically what he needs. If if Baker Mayfield was properly properly drafted, I would say he's a fourth fifth round talent. I and I see what you're saying, but with with and, the and, NFL draft, especially with quarterbacks, you can't. Like even even the the number one drafted quarterbacks that you think have all the tools and that you would have loved coming out, those guys don't often pan out because it's so hard. The fact that he's even NFL caliber starter at this point in his career, I think is is is, is a success for him. Because look at look at look at Carson Wentz. Yeah, Carson Wentz had one good year, or yeah, maybe two thousand seventeen. Yeah, he had one good year, and then was that the year? No, the, the following year he had a decent year, but he got hurt, and then Nick Foles took over, right? Well, no, the 2017 is when they won the champion, the Super Bowl. Oh, okay, when he yeah. Had the, so, yeah, so he, he had a good hurt. year, and then Nick, uh-huh. Nick Foles took over when he got hurt. Yeah, but Nick Foles sucks too. We know that. Nick Foles sucks, yeah. so it wasn't even Carson Wentz. I don't even know if it was Carson Wentz's ability that made that team good because Nick Foles did the same thing with the team, with the same team when, uh, when Wentz went out. Like I think if you put, um, if you put, what's his name, Baker Mayfield on the Rams, I think the Rams would be better. He's better than Jared Goff. Jared Goff is so bad. He's so sorry. Maybe, maybe. Because he's got a yeah. quicker release than Jared Goff. I think he's more accurate than Jared Goff, and I think that his his um, mobility would have helped that team because they like to do a lot of boots. They like to mm-hmm. do um, a lot of play action. I think that he would be better in that system than Jared Goff. Jared Goff, sorry, man. He's he's yeah. he's not a good quarterback, in my opinion. I just don't like him. Yeah. He's not good. I mean, uh, go ahead. Bank, to the last point, I just, I just think you just have everything has to be just right. Best O line in the game. No injuries ah. on the O line. <laughs> you know, I, I, to me, if you have Odell Beckham Jr. and you get yeah. better when he's not in the lineup. Yeah. That's, that's a detriment. That's a problem. You, yeah. That's a detriment to you as a player. Like, that's, even Eli Manning can figure that out. Yeah. Then come on. What's that say? That's, that's definitely a knock against Baker that, that Odell is – he's playing in New York with Eli Manning, and he's seen as one of the best uh, wide receivers, almost one of the best wide receivers that we've ever seen. And then yeah. he goes to Cleveland and disappears. He's had he had two hundred yeah. yard games in his whole tenure there so far. So that is a knock on Baker. I don't understand why he can't get Odell the ball effectively. That doesn't make any sense to me. So yeah, that is a, definitely a knock on him. So, but we'll see, man. I mean, they nine and three dog, and they're probably gonna beat the Ravens on Monday night. So we'll we, see. we shall see. We'll see. We shall see. We'll uh, see. So this morning we had a brief discussion because I said save it for the show. You think you still think Dak Dak Prescott ain't getting paid? I think I think Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones or whatever Steve Jones, whatever his name is, I think they're gonna offer him. And I don't I don't think he's gonna accept. I'm I don't th- I think he's gonna be like, this is not this is not the amount of years that I want. You know, mm-hmm. this it is it's gonna be the same conversation as it was before the season started. This is and, not okay. the amount of years now and now that we're that they're gonna be um post Rona, I I may uh, I, I see that being a scenario because they may not want to offer as much money post Rona, like they're not getting the the fan revenue from ticket and, sales, stuff like that. 
And, and, and on top of that, there, it's going to be the same conversation and Dak is going to be like, wait, you just saw what happened when I left. Well, that's what and I'm saying. And we're, and we're still hung up on this? Okay, but that's, I'm out of here. But, no, but that's, but that's what's going to get him paid. So, so Jerry, Jerry, he gambled. He's a gambler, right? So he gambled. He said, I'm not going to pay Dak uh, long-term, whatever he wants, 150, 180 mil, whatever that is, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Let me sign the, the red rifle for $7 million as a, as a backup, as insurance, if Dak goes down or if Dak wants to hold out. And we've seen what happens with that. That team yeah. is an abomination. And, and it ruined my fucking fantasy football season. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's no way that Jerry is looking at what he did last season or looking at his team this season with the new coach that he brought in and, and the $7 million backup quarterback that he believed he was outsmarting the room. He's saying, I guarantee you, Jerry was like, you know, hey, yeah, I, I, hey, you got, got that black man. He, he wants to get paid. He ain't getting paid. But you know, know who I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay the Red Rifle over there. He's, he's from Texas, for one. And he's been out here. He's been able to do this. Let's give him $7 million, you know, mm-hmm. because we can save that money on the front end. And we can see how he can do. If Dak don't want us out, fuck that then, okay? We'll put okay. in the Red Rifle. And he'll do what, the job. What is, what is Dak's incentive to stay? So outside, he's, he's, outside of being the, outside of being the face of the franchise, so of the biggest franchise of all four major U.S. sports. So that's the biggest reason. So he's he's beloved in that locker room. He's beloved in the community. Yeah. He's beloved mm-hmm. in the franchise. So that right there is just like one, two, and three for the reasons why he's gonna get signed. Dak has the Dak has all the power right now. Exactly. He has all, exactly. The, he has all the power. Exactly. He can leverage. He can leverage the situation to uh, find because there are plenty of more stable organizations who need quarterbacks. Yep. That like that can pay him what he wants. Yep. And I mean, the sh- shit. Look at look at the the Eagles, man. Like yeah, Eagles. Um, although I don't know if he'll go in division, but you know, but there's San Francisco. There's, yeah. There's the Colts. There's All New kinds, England, man. That's, and that's you know, and that's been my argument from the beginning. With Naya is that in the NFL these there's only 32 teams and and there's only 32 starting quarterbacks on the planet and there's only about ten five to ten of them actually let, let me let me take that down there's probably like five to seven of them that are actually capable of winning your franchise a Super Bowl and Dak is one of those quarterbacks at this point mm-hmm. right and in the NFL you don't let just let those guys walk away. You, you don't do that. The The only times that we've seen that, the only times we've seen that was Drew Brees, but nobody thought Drew Brees was that good. Everybody yeah. thinks that Dak Prescott is that good, especially the way he started this season and especially the way that you've seen how bad the Cowboys are without him. That's why he's getting his, me, that's why he's getting paid. To me, if I'm Dak, I'm, I'm, I'm one foot out the door. I'm, nah. I'm one. If Absolutely I'm Dak, I'm, I'm thinking about what, what is it? I'm telling my agent, I'm saying the right thing, like on TV, Absolutely. to the press. But I'm telling my agent, like, let's let's see what else is out there because they can't Bro. do anything. They can't. Really, they can't do. They can't do anything with Jerry Jones. Bro, and you you got you have you're, you're like you like you just said. I play for the 
the most visible franchise in all of sports in America. Mm-hmm. One, I have mm-hmm. the probably the best wide receiver core. Two, I have a dope running back. Three, and then I have a good offensive line when everybody's healthy. What other situation would you rather play in as a quarterback? There isn't any. There isn't any. Not in the NFL. We'll see. We'll maybe see. the only, maybe playing with the Chiefs. That's it. But he ain't got. He can't play with the Chiefs. That's the only other situation that's better than this one. The only one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I, I I don't think he's gonna get. I don't. I I just think that. Anytime there's been a surefire thing for Jerry Jones, he's messed it up. He's had his sons. <laughs> yeah, he's I had agree. his sons or, or, his, or his grandsons say, Grandpa, draft this guy. <laughs> or Dad, don't draft Johnny Manziel. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if no. you, you leave it up to Jerry Jones, he's going to mess it up. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's going to be left up to Jerry Jones, though. I think they're going to get this deal done. And Jerry's Jerry's too damn old to not get this his deal. Grandson, his grandson said, Dad, you have to draft CeeDee Lamb. I know. What are you, the grandpa, you gotta, you got to draft CeeDee Lamb. What are you doing? <laughs> he's, he's, the, he's the worst, man. He's the worst. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't see that. His grandson, he's been in the game long, longer than his grandson has been alive. And his grandson's like, you're not going to draft this guy? <laughs> This is he's the guy the, we're talking about. He's the worst. I know, I know, but he's gonna say so the only so it, the only thing for in my opinion that Jerry um like bends to is when he actually sees it happening in front of him. And he's seeing what's happening to his franchise right now. He sees he sees that I I thought this seven million dollars that I spent on this dude right here was gonna was gonna be able to be my safeguard. And they're shitty, they're trash. Like he's seeing the the ramifications of of his misdeeds in clear in clear view. Them and them getting bumped off week fifteen for the um, that got him. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that hurts. That's, that that's that's that hurts. Oh, I, I hell no! They don't they ain't gonna bump off the the, the Dallas you, Cowboys. You know he had to, you know he had to call somebody. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, Trump, you, Trump, 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 you still in office, right? Uh, you better, you better call down there, uh, Roger. And he can't yeah, bump you, us you off there. To, you had to call Roger on that one. Like, what? We the Cowboys. <laughs> this is America's team. You don't take my prime time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I saw that too. I was like, oh, no, you know, this is bad. So that's why they're going to give Dak his money. Um, but let's, let's do the BE movie review. This is going to be, I think, our second installment. Uh, this is uh, a segment where Ben reviews whatever he wants to review, a television show, a movie, and we actually have a really good one. I finally just watched this film the other day. Please speak about Tenet. Tenet. All right, so I don't know if we if this is going to be like a complete review. This is going to be more like a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how yeah. to, like, you know, review this movie because this movie had me confused like a motherfucker. So. Off the top, man. Off the top. That's all this is. <laughs> so... I went and saw it in a theater about a month or some change ago, back when it came out. Like, and um, it was just me and like maybe ten other people in the theater, and I had my mask on the entire time. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at you! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I saw I saw the I saw the movie, and I was excited. I was excited to see the movie, but at the same time, I didn't know what the hell was going on in any of the previews. Like yeah. I couldn't make out. Usually, when I'm watching a movie, well, when I'm watching a preview, I'm like, "Oh man, I, that's gonna be sick." You know, it's gonna be, you know, 
Dunkirk, World War Two. Yeah, you, know, you get a, get you can get an idea of uh, or World War One. You can get an idea of you know some of Christopher Nolan's you know movies just through watching the previous or most movies. And this one, I had no idea what was going on, but I said it's Christopher Nolan. It's gonna be dope, anyways. I'm gonna go see it. So okay. I went and saw it, and it's pretty much uh, David Washington, Denzel's son, um, going going. Oh, I'm I'm busy right now. I'm busy. Go. David Washington, Denzel's son, um, and he is some kind of a um, counterintelligence. You know, something CIA. I think he's CIA. CIA. Yeah, but um, he's in some kind of division of the CIA that deals with, you know, black market off the record shit. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, um, black ops, black ops, and I don't like he sends. I don't know how to talk about this without you know, no. Uh, spoiler spoiling alert! It. Man, man. Spoiler uh, alert! So, so he, he's, he's essentially, you know, long story short, he's essentially sending himself, you know, to to solve a a, a, a case yeah. in the future. Well, to save himself, the world, to save the world. Yeah, to save the world, sending himself from the future into the past. These clues and these type of things to you know. To save the world from a guy who has an ability, has this device that has an ability to stop and rewind time, and and to and, invert inverse. Well, the the device was going to be able to inverse the world, which would have ended the life at that at, in the present, life in the present, mm-hmm. to preserve the planet for the future, for yes. the future population. That's what that's what the whole and the, premise and the, was. and the and the guy and the guy the, the bad guy had some kind of like if my if I die, then we all die. Yeah, you know, like a shit. doomsday type of exactly. Um, yeah, some, um, something tied to his heart rate. Yeah, yeah, something tied to his heart rate that if this this happens, this blows up. That means it's the end of the world. Yeah. If his heart stopped, then it was going to trigger the device to explode or do whatever. The, yeah. They didn't. They actually didn't even explain what the device was going to do. They didn't. Yeah. I, at some point, I I, I feel like they said it was going to explode. And the, and the explosion was going to create the inverse, but or but I, I what I thought was it was like going to be some kind of like time lapse that was going to create an inverse that was going to like suck the the Earth into a black hole or some shit. I have no fucking idea what the whole device was and how it was supposed to act. But I I I don't know what to think about the film overall. I I liked it, but at the same time, like you said, I still don't really understand what the fuck was going on. Yeah, it was, it was very, yeah, exactly. It was very like an interesting visual. It was one of those movies where you had to pay attention because if you saw one thing, you knew that like, okay, they're gonna touch back on what happened. Yeah, eventually. And then there was there was a scene where at the at the beginning where he's fighting a dude, and this scene they show in you know the previews where he's fighting a dude who's like uh, all up in riot gear. Yeah, 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 yeah. And towards the end, you realize as he's going through the inverse, yeah, you realize, oh, he's the dude that he's fighting. Yeah, like, he's, like, like, I was like that one meme. I was like, oh. yeah, yeah. And so it was, it was one of those things where like, the way that how they pulled it off was cool. But it was like, 
but why? Like what? Like what? yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking the same thing. I was like, wait, how? How yeah. did? How? Why? Why was he even? At first, okay. At first, when I was watching that, before I realized or I found out that it was actually him, mm-hmm. I was like, why is that? Why is that fucking security dude even there? Because that's supposed mm-hmm. to be in a secure location. Like I was thinking back, like, what is he even doing in there? So I knew that there was something wrong with that with that in the first place, but I had no idea that it was actually him. Because yeah. um, even after Robert Pattinson's character let him go, I was like, oh, Robert Pattinson must be with the bad dudes. Like he's gonna double cross yeah. him at some point. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. So that threw me for a loop. And I'm, I actually pride myself on figuring out movies before they're yeah. over. And I could not figure out this movie. And I still can't even figure it out after the I thing know. Is, the thing is, this movie kept, it kept turning on a dime. It kept, yeah. it kept, there's, constant twists and turns where it you know it eventually came into a, a full circle like yeah and it, and it but it, but it lost the, you somewhere yeah in, it in, did. In, in the whole mix like i think so my thought or my what my perception of what they were trying to do they were trying to make an inception's inception basically yeah like yeah like it was like you remember Inception? Well, this one's gonna be times ten. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be so Inception. Like, <laughs> Inception, Inception, like yeah, what? Inception to the third power. I like yeah. I don't know what the hell. This is gonna be want. Inception to the rule, my niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like no, I. But as I was watching it though, um, I, I even texted you guys in, in the chat. I said I enjoy. I really, really thoroughly enjoy um, having a black actor in this role. Um, yeah. We've seen mm-hmm. we've seen Denzel, you know, uh, Equalizer, Equalizer Two, stuff like that. But I can't remember uh, ha- seeing a black actor in this type of role in this in a science fiction action, science fiction, you know. huge budget CIA operative um, yeah. time travel shit. Like Denzel was in a time travel movie. I uh, can't remember what it's called, but this this is way bigger and way more grandiose. Two and a half hour mm-hmm. film. Um, and it was cool seeing him in there, you know, talking. He's 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 kind of smooth, and he. Um, and I'm, I'm speaking about uh, David Washington. He's smooth, and he's he's mm. a good actor, but he does not have the gravitas of Denzel. He doesn't have no. that. He does no. not have that. He's when he was going through his lines and he was interacting with the other actors. It was kind of stale to me, a little bit, a little bit stale. Um, when he was running in 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 his military garb. And shooting around, I was like, man, this man, he weak. He a weak ass little soldier, man. They should have had his ass doing some more training, man. He just like, eh, eh, eh. like, mm-hmm. um, but I did, I did enjoy seeing him out there in that role. Um, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Like, like I said in the thread, I'm glad they didn't make him like, like the love interest. Like, yeah. like they, they give him a love interest because he was the only black person in the film. And of course, yeah. his love interest was like, you know, six foot tall, tall, <laughs> yeah. slender, blonde. I'm glad like his first blockbuster, they didn't give him that, you know, yeah. just, just ease him into it a little bit. Yeah. You know, don't make him into Will Smith already. You know? Well, actually I look at it like um, when you have um, a female lead role and because, you know, usually these movies, and that's what I hate about movies a lot too, because Every, in every single movie, there's always a love interest or a love scene, or um, there has to be a love, you know, connection to somebody in a movie. And I hate that. I actually prefer movies when there's not. And usually, when there's a, a, a female lead, they always make make her reliant on um, on a male on a male lead. Like there's a love interest type of thing, or yeah. it's tied mm-hmm. to that. But lately, they've been they've been getting away from that. 
letting the woman stand alone and be dominant and be powerful. And I'm glad that they did that with this. Yeah. They didn't make um, um, David uh, have to have a love interest and be debonair and stuff like that. No, they just mm-hmm. made him about his business. He got the job done. Man, he saved the world. Job. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I appreciate that. And I'm probably going to watch it again. And I did like it. I just don't know what the fuck was, was going on. It was a lot. It was yeah. a lot. <laughs> Super. You know, and like, like if, we're, if we're over here talking about it, we can't accurately, like, you know, explain <laughs> the plot. Yeah. You know? It, it, what, it, movies is all about escapism, you know? Yeah. And I don't want to be doing too much math problems and shit, yeah. you know, <laughs> equation while watching a movie. That's what I felt like, you know, that's what I felt like Tenet was. It was like a lot of, by the time you was thinking about what you just saw, they're doing some more, some more shit. Yeah. That's like, oh, wait, what just happened here? You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's was, it was just a lot of, it was, a, it was Christopher Nolan trying to outdo himself, but he did too much. Yeah. Too much Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Christopher, Christopher yeah. Nolan. Yeah. He, he doing way too much. He, yeah. Yeah. I agree. But I still liked it though. I'll probably watch it again. Yeah. I liked it. I, I like, yeah, visually and yeah. the effects. Yeah, and some of and some of the stuff like oh shit, that's that's oh Robert Patterson knew that was him, just he just mm-hmm. couldn't say anything, you yeah. know. Yeah, or yeah. So it would have jeopardized the mission. Okay, that type of stuff. Well, okay, that was clever and cool, but you yeah, know, everything else is just like man, what is going on? You I know? agree, totally agree. All right, man. Well, I got to get in the shower. It's my mom's birthday today. We're going to head down there, make some food, happy, eat and all that. Happy birthday, Miss Johnson. Tell her we said what's up. Happy birthday. I will 100% relay that to her. Uh, I, I think this was good, man. This one-on-one shit was good, man. We, should, we can do this again for hey, sure. If them, if them other two niggas can't get on here, then it's just <laughs> us two. Us all two, right. Man. Let's do it. Let's do it. All, all right, right man. man. Well, love you, man. And uh, we'll too. see you next week. All right. Bye. All right, later.